Blog Talk Radio. that she was waking up and I helped get her back down to sleep. So ah, very cool. You yeah. know, we've all we've all had those moments where like, you know, we're sleeping and we wake up and our first thought is dang it, I don't wanna wake up <laughs> Been there, done it. I have a T shirt. I have a dozen T shirts. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, um, Miss Summerblade will not be joining us tonight. Aww. But she did want to tell, she did tell me that she did get the first two McDonald's ponies for you and me. Sweet, which ones are the first two? She didn't say. Because I, I went out to my McDonald's, and this is a great story. You're going to love this. This is why you should not try to order just the Happy Meal toys through the drive-thru. Mm. Because I said, I would like to get, I, I went to the drive-thru. I said, do you have the My Little Pony Happy Meal toys right now? And they said, yes. And I said, how many do you have? They said, we only have two. I said, you know at least four have been released so far, right? They're like, yeah, we know. Like, fine. Give me four. I want two of each pony you have. (laughs) I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't want the the meals, you know, just just the toys. And so they rang me up for just the toys. So I get to the window to pay for the four Happy Meal toys. And... 
clearly the person at the window is not the per- person taking the order because they look at me and said, do you want Skylander or do you want ponies? I said, I want ponies. I need each one you have. And the guy looked in the bag and said, well, we have five different ponies. I think they're five different ponies. And he's, you know, sifting through. And so I ended up having him add an additional pony onto my order. But I ended up with only one of each. So right now I have Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, Vinyl Scratch, Luna, and Celestia. Oh, wow. But I only I have... have but I only have one of each of them, and so I need to go back through several McDonald's. One day I may have to just like go to like every McDonald's in the area. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need two of every pony you have. I need two of every pony you have, and clearly you have to go in, like, into the restaurant because you, you're just going to confuse the poor person stuck at the drive-through window. Oh yeah, I, I whenever I went pony hunting, I went straight in. Straight to the counter, and it's like, what ponies do you have? And it's like, after a couple of t- after a couple of times, there was actually one McDonald's where I had these guys so trained that as soon as they saw me walk in the door, one of them would be looking back, going, "Pull the ponies." <laughs> And by the time I got up to the counter, they had a tray, and they had the ponies sitting on the tray. Now that's the service. Oh, yeah, they put the tray forward, and they're like, these are the ones we have now. Do you have them, John? Yeah. Yeah, she said she does have the first two. She asked, do we want them now, or do we want to wait until she gets the whole set? I do not know. I will I will send her a text message at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have had a, a busy day. This morning was book babies, so we went to the library and she got to play with all the little kids and hear stories and play with little musical instruments and things like that. Uh-huh. And then we had to take Daddy to work, which after having him home for two days is never a good day. Oh, no. And uh, it's old enough to, to, like, talk and really turn on the waterworks every time Fred leaves to go to work. You know, with the big eyes filled with big, giant tears, waving. (laughs) If he thought I was bad... Oh, he has no idea what he's in for. <laughs> yeah, I could just see that. Oh. And then, uh, yeah. And then we uh, ran some errands, and we, well, at the grocery store, I needed to change her diaper, and in the middle of me changing, her already saturated. She made a sissy again all over the bathroom. Oh. 
Oh. I find it funny that, like, you know, all so many friends of mine that have had boys are like, well, you know, at least you have a girl, you know, and they can't fountain all over you. That is a lie. <laughs> You'd think, but no. <laughs> if anything, it's worse because you have no idea which direction it's going to come from. <laughs> at least with a boy, you know which direction it's pointing. <laughs> yeah, dead straight center. <laughs> just, now she missed me, but she got all over the cha- her changing mat, all over the changing table, all over her <laughs> outfit. Luckily, I planned for this, and I always have an extra outfit in my purse. <laughs> my purse, by the way, is is a slightly smaller diaper bag than the diaper bag. <laughs> just. Yeah, they show these these TV shows where you see mom and, you know, she's putting everything into the car and, you know, most guys sit there and look at everything she is packing. You have practically a full bag of diapers, a box, two boxes of wipes, Four bottles, two of which formula, two of which are just in case they need formula, a container of formula, and two to three outfits. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be sitting there going, really, do they really need all that stuff? Oh, they're yes, you going, do. They're only going out for an hour. It's like, Dude, wait for you have kids. <laughs> yeah. I I have learned to carry a bag of groceries, my purse, which as I said is just a slightly smaller diaper bag, a full diaper bag, and a baby in the car seat up a flight of stairs and still manage to have my keys in my hand to unlock the door. <laughs> with a coffee in the other. I can do it. Yep. Now, I sadly, I had hoped that this would help me to lose weight. It hasn't. My weight is maintaining within the same plus minus two pounds. I am getting stronger but it is not translating into looking thinner or losing weight, sadly. It means under all this excess, there is some beefy muscles. Yep. Well, I would think you would be because, let me ask you something. Whenever you go to eat something, does the baby want to eat? Mm. Well, sometimes I've been eating something that the baby wants to eat. It's just most of the time she can't eat it. Well, no, um, what I'm saying is you go to eat and then the baby goes, well, now I'm hungry. Oh, that's true. That does happen. In fact, all I've had today so far to eat is half a flaky biscuit, two (laughs) chocolate goat cheese truffles, some samples from the grocery store (laughs) and some coffee. 
I'm actually quite hungry. Okay, see, hmm, I'm curious as to why you're not losing weight yet, hmm. Yeah, probably the starvation mode doesn't help. Normally that does. No, it's not bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but baby, baby is very cute. She discovered that she likes sea ponies. Oh. Yep. I can even hold one to her and go shooby doo, shoop shooby doo, and she gets this big grin on her face. She's never even seen the cartoon, but she knows she loves that. <laughs> so does that mean once in a while we have to play the Sea Pony song for her? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we may have to. Because, uh, what? Aside from the McDonald's My Little Ponies this week, um, my husband and I found out about this uh, lot of ponies, G1 ponies for sale on Craigslist in in my area. I got like like seven or eight G1 ponies for $25. I got a sea pony and Princess Dawn, and Sandigger, and Medley, and So Soft Cupcake, and uh, G2 Sky Skimmer, and the Yellow Summer Wing, Windy Wing Pony. And, uh, yeah, Melody really took a shine to the Sea Pony. So, well, you know, sea ponies are remarkably just the right size for little hands. Even the grown-up sea ponies. You know, they're they're just thick enough that, like, you know, they doesn't require a super amount of manual dexterity to get a grip on one. But they're not so fat that they can't get a grip on them. Right. And they got those pretty horsey heads. <laughs> hey, can't go wrong there. Well, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Hasbro bring back sea ponies. The only problem is, is I just don't see them working with the way My Little Ponies look right now. No. I mean... I can just see it going wrong, you know? Yeah. I could too. They don't have a yeah, they don't have enough of a nose. That's the problem. Is G four ponies don't really have enough of a nose. They barely have a muscle a muzzle at all. Yeah, that that is very much true. They are noseless. Yes. So I mean, they could make a great porpoise, like a a short-nosed porpoise or something. But but as far as like, they could never be a bottle-nosed dolphin, and they certainly couldn't be a seahorse. Oh my God! I could just see. I could just see it now. 
My Little Pony Porpoise. <laughs> the sad part is I could really see it. <laughs> yeah. My Little Porpoise, My Little Porpoise. <laughs> God. You're tired. Well, and or you've had your medication. No, I haven't had my medication. Um like an hour before the show I went out with mom to, um she was going out to, out into the yard. So I went out into the yard and I helped her uh clean up in the yard. You would not think doing that would be so tiring. If the yard work is exhausting. Anytime Fred and I talk to his parents about us owning a house, that's the first thing out of their mouths is, oh, you don't want to own a house. Then you'd have to keep up a yard. That's a lot of work. It is. It is, but I mean... I'm not afraid of the hard work and the being tired. I'm tired all the time anyway. What's a little yeah. more? <laughs> but, no, but mostly it's um, only being able to do it one-handed and then having a crutch in the other. So. Yeah, I can imagine with, with um, you still recovering that that's probably even more work than it normally is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I tried raking. My mother's like, yeah, give me that. Because <laughs> even I have to admit, I was doing a piss poor job. <laughs> okay, here's what you get to do. You get to sit on a bench outside, and while your mother is doing stuff, you wave your hand and say, you, you, you missed spot. Just, just right, no, just, just, just right there. No, no, the left, no, the other left. The other left. And you do that until you're told to go inside. And that is what you get to do until you heal. I like it. As someone who who had a who had a knee injury, I'm telling you from experience that is what you get to do when you help do yard work. You are a project manager until that knee heals. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that next time. Yep. So. Make sure to bring a fairly large cup of, like, coffee or chai tea or something because it may be cold. You want something to, to, to keep your hands warm because sitting there, your blood circulation is going to slow down and you're going to get cold faster. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're going to need some caffeine to keep your, your heart, you know, going just a little bit faster. 
In fact, that's your exercise. That is your exercise until you heal is <laughs> is caffeine. <laughs> there we go. Sounds good to me. Black coffee with uh, xylitol sweetener. Oh, God. And when people say that you need exercise, you lift your cup up and you set it down and you lift it up and you set it down and you said, I'm doing curl. (laughs) Oh, God, I love love that one. (laughs) You'll get better much faster that way. Yeah. And you won't accidentally re-injure yourself. There we go. Occasionally, it may be necessary to shout something like, don't make me get up there and do that myself. I'll re-injure myself, and you'll just have to do this by yourself even longer. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, God. Exercise does not rehabilitate. Heavy exercise doesn't rehabilitate better. No. So, yes. Shame on you for trying to overdo it. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) Well, as of tomorrow, until I fully recover, work has suggested I go on short-term disability. You can get paid up to 66% of your average weekly income. Yep. Which I'm sure would help. Yeah. Well, I see I was working up until Saturday. But they just finally came up, I think they finally came up with the idea of... um, yeah, if we want her to heal at any time this year, <laughs> we we better um, we better make her stop working. Yeah. Well, you know, in a couple of weeks, my grandma will be joining you on the injured list. Because my grandma has her second knee surgery in a couple weeks. Well, at least she's doing it the smart way. She's doing it in spring. Well, yeah, she did one. She waited till that was, you know, pretty healed. And uh, now that it's pretty healed, she's doing the other one. And she told the doctor that he better get her into the care facility she wants to get into because if he doesn't get her in there, he expects him to drive to her house to rehabilitate her there. (laughs) She didn't like the last one. Ah. Yeah, in our area, pretty much Avamir has, like, a monopoly on, like nursing and rehabilitation facilities and they're they're a for-profit thing as most medical things are so they don't really take they take care of people as minimally as possible as minimally as they think they can get away with 
And my grandma is the matriarch of our household. She's like the queen mum. So she is used to a high degree of people respecting what she says and what she wants. (laughs) And needless to say, when you're just another patient at, you know, a chain nursing facility, they don't necessarily treat you like that. So... Yeah, they said that some of them are like that. Um, most are not, you know, but there are some that are like that. So. There are. Well, it's most of well, most of them are like that here because most of the ones here are Avamir, and you know, it's like a chain grocery store. It's all pretty much the same level of service no matter where you go. It's all yeah. by the one. So, but she found one that's a not-for-profit skilled nursing facility. So, hopefully, the doctor will make sure she gets in there. Cause I sincerely doubt he wants to drive her drive her home and drive and drive out to her house every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because that, that's basically what she told when I was talking to her about it. She's like, I told the doctor that he will either take me to the place I want to go or he will drive me home and rehabilitate me at my house. <laughs> and it's my grandma, so... I'm pretty sure she means it. My grandma doesn't make idle threats. <laughs> but yeah, so so to get back to my original point, you will not be the only one rehabilitating their knee in a couple weeks. Yes, but I'm sure hers will take a heck of a lot less time than mine has. Well, you never know. She is 82. So just going in for surgery is kind of scary for those of us that love her because at 82, you'll either be just fine or your body will decide it doesn't like the anesthesia and you won't be just fine. Even for routine procedures. So we're all holding our breath and, you know, pretending like we're we're like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. And we get home, we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Loving people is scary because you want them to be okay all the time. And you have to uh, face the fact that sometimes not everybody's okay all the time. Yeah. Because I understand. Hopefully she makes it through without any complications. And hopefully... Oh, I'm... Yeah. 
I'm sure she'll be fine because she's so OCD that I'm sure Des probably won't fill out the proper paperwork for Grandma to be willing to, to <laughs> have complications. Ah, uh-uh, so she's one of those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the reason that women in my family live so long is because death is putting it off dealing with them for as long as possible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can just see death convening with, you know, God and the archangels and being like, can't we revisit the immortality thing? I mean, there would be nobody's problem. No, we can't make them immortal. But I don't want to talk to her. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that'd be a very, really, really interesting one. That would be insane. My grandma, yeah. So to give you an idea of, of how my grandma is, my grandma refused to play with me after the age of three because grandma felt I was too bossy and she was going to make the point that if you're bossy, people don't want to play with you. Ah. I was three. <laughs> I didn't even have a sibling yet. <laughs> Well, you must have been a really interesting three-year-old. <laughs> well, you know, like we, we had like, you know, my little pony toys and I would tell Grandma, you know, who the characters were and how you had to play with them and like Grandma wanted to play with them her way. And I guess at three, it was like, no, you play with them this way. This is who they are. And it was apparently more important to Grandma to teach me not to be bossy than to just let me be like a little three-year-old. <laughs> now, don't get, get me wrong. I love my grandma. She's, I have two grandmas, and this one is my favorite grandma. But it does remind me why when I was little, I did not like going over there. Because I had actually forgotten why I didn't like going over to Grandma's when I was little. Because as an adult, I have a totally different relationship with her. Right. And Grandma's the one who reminded me that she had done that. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Incidentally, Grandma, I did not like coming over here for a long, long time. Too funny, too funny. Yeah. When, yeah, when I was when I was little and I wanted to learn to sew like Grandma, the reason why I still to this day haven't learned to sew is because, like, at the age of five, when I'm first allowed to use a needle and thread, you know, Grandma kept making me tear out all my stitches because they weren't small enough and even enough. Okay. Now, I'm really sure that that's contributed to my if I can't sew it right, I'm just not going to do it sort of mentality. Yeah. 
I think that, that she might have been expecting a little too much from a five-year-old. Yeah, I think so. I know, if she just if she just would have let me finish a piece and then encouraged me to keep doing better each time, I think I might have by this time at least had a basic foundation in sewing. <laughs> Instead I have bolts and bolts of fabric. Bolts of fabric in my room that I look at and I'm and I know what I would like to make with them and yet I just stare at the fabric. <laughs> I'm afraid to do anything with it because the stitches might be off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The way I learned how to sew, you, you remember those um, cross-stitching pattern things? Baby's falling off the ottoman. Hi, baby doll. Yeah, don't let it fall off. There you go. She's deciding if she's waking up or going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Okay, let's try it again. Do you remember those old um, cross-stitch patterns? Um, I'm, I, I, I'm aware of cross-stitch. I don't know what the patterns were particularly like, but I have quite a few things that are cross-stitched and hanging on the walls of the house. Well, they used to come uh, pre-printed right onto the fabric. Oh, yes, I've seen those. Okay. But you very rarely see them anymore. Now it's, you figure it out, and if you screw it up, oh, well. I know. My baby was supposed to get a G3 My Little Pony cross-stitch from my friend, Debbie. But after she got a good portion of the way through, she realized that she was too far over, and she wasn't going to have enough room for the whole thing on the piece of fabric. Yep. And so she's just like, screw it. <laughs> now, see, I think that's why I would always just like, I don't know, maybe do like the very cent, like have a piece of fabric that's too big and then find the very center of that piece of too big fabric and find the very center of the pattern and make the first stitch there. And then from that, extrapolate. <laughs> Where it's, you know, that's yeah, just I me. De- De- Debbie, Debbie thinks um, in a different way than I do. She has a different methodology to her create creativeness. Uh, well, that's how I learned how to um, how to sew was using those those things and doing the different stitches that you know the pattern would tell you what kind to use. You know, do you need to do a back stitch here? You need to do a cross stitch here. You need to do a half back stitch, a full back stitch, a double back, a half back, full back, blah, 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 stitch. <laughs> now, see, I can do embroidery. 
I I'm converting my old uh, My Little Pony sheet to I mean because it's it's thirty it's been thirty years and they're kind of faded, so now they do yeah. look like you know those patterns printed on the fabric. So I I'm cro- I, I'm embroidering those ponies and I'm going to cut them out and sew them onto fabric and turn it into a quilt. Awesome! Very cool. And. And I can do that, and it looks pretty awesome considering I have no clue what I'm doing. I have no training in this whatsoever. I'm just, I'm just going with it. But so it, it to me, I think it. I mean, I've posted pictures, and I seem to got been given general, generally favorable criticisms on it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Have no clue what I'm really doing, though. The only thing is, is I can't actually fill. I can. I, I'm filling in the hair, but I'm just outlining the bodies because I feel like cross stitch would make the bodies look better as far as the fill in. But I don't know actually know how to do that. So, yeah. That oh that out. Darn it. Gotta keep it clean. Not ponies after dark. Oh, somebody's waking up. Hi, princess. It's a pony baby. Hi. It's my little pony talk. Yeah. 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 To my little pony talk. Yeah. Need <laughs> to turn on strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna go play with Princess Twilight? You go play with Princess Twilight. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, like. My favorite My Little Pony dolls that I've got gotten for her have been the Build-A-Bear ones. But her okay. very favorite My Little Pony to play with is the Hasbro plush with the hmm. fabric hair of Princess Twilight Sparkle, you know, the big, like, 16-inch size. Right. It's floppy, you know, it looks kind of... <laughs> like the Granny Smith version of Princess Twilight Sparkle, as far as I'm concerned. But <laughs> but Melody loves it. That is her absolute favorite because, you know, the hair is strips of fabric. She can chew on it, but it doesn't make her nose itch. Like, you know, acrylic hair, you know, it gets up your nose and it tickles and stuff. <laughs> the fabric doesn't do that. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's, and she loves Spike. She loves the Build-A-Bear Spike. Well, who wouldn't love the Build-A-Bear Spike? It's so funny. Like, all the all the grandparents and stuff and that know that are on my, my Facebook list, they see pictures of her and some of her friends from Book Babies, most of whom are boys. And they're like, ooh, she's got so many boyfriends. They have no idea that her 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 first boyfriend is actually Spike the Baby Dragon. (laughs) 
<laughs> she has eyes for spikes. Would you like some plain socks? Well, Should I lift you up and let's go get you some socks? Well, I have to tell you about this. I started playing a new Facebook game this week. Actually, I started playing yesterday. And there's a carnival game within this game, and you win tickets at the carnival games. And you read Hello? Hello? Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. You will Where never you go. go. I'm still here. <laughs> what part? What part was the last part you heard? Uh, something about winning tickets at a carnival game. Okay. You win these tickets, and then you redeem these tickets for prizes. You will never guess what one of the prizes is for the carnival games. Fight the baby dragon? No. Try again. Princess Twilight Sparkle? Nope. Try again. King Umbra of the Crystal Empire? Think G1. G1. Cotton candy. Within the, the original six. No. Um, is it from 1984 to 1985? Hold on a second. No. 85 to 86. Earlier. Is it My Pretty Pony? No. Later. Dream Beauty? No. 83 to 84. Um, Moon Dancer? No, but you're close. Glory? Nope. Spike the Baby Dragon? Nope. Majesty? Nope. Firefly. Not even close. Is it a unicorn? It is a unicorn. Is it original Twilight? Yes. The prize I'm pretty sure she was 84 to 85. Mm-mm. 83 to 84. She was released the second year of My Little Pony with the with Moon Dancer and Glory. But yeah, I was I was playing this game and it's like, okay, I got tickets, okay, what can I possibly win? And I look and it's like no. Cannot be no. 
So I keep looking, and it's like, oh, my God, it's the original Twilight. <laughs> did you take a, sc- a screen capture? I did. I think, no. No, but I, I'm going to be going back on the game tomorrow. So I'll take the screenshot then. And, of course, it's worth. 1,200 tickets. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to be playing this this game just to play the carnival games. Just to win that Twilight. But I thought that was just way beyond cool because, you know, everything nowadays, if they do anything, My Little Pony in it, it's all the g stuff. I think the one of the coders for the game is a My Little Pony lover of one. Because it is a perfect rendition of the original Twilight. So. Melody. <laughs> I need a new laptop so I can give her my old laptop because she is obsessed with the buttons on my on my laptop. <laughs> well don't they have baby laptops? They do. She has one. She hates it. It's not well. It's not even that she hates it. It, but it's like it teaches colors and shapes and numbers, and it doesn't have like laptop buttons. Uh huh. Cool enough. Yeah. To her, it's it's not really the same thing at all. Okay, understandable. Oops. I did. Boy, I haven't even taken uh, and I only went outside once. I'm trying to get two brain cells to rub together the right way right now. It's kind of like, yeah, no, it ain't happening. Can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. <laughs> Let's see what happens when I do this. Ah. Give me two seconds. Did anything happen? Okay, play that again so she can hear it. Oh, my God. 
enjoy that. Oh yes, you you should see the smile on her face. That was a great. <laughs> it's so bad we're radio and not like television because that what she just did was absolutely adorable. <laughs> what did she do? Everybody say hi, Melody. Hi, Melody. She's trying to grab for the phone. Yes. Can you hear her smacking on the laptop? I can hear her. Boy, she's got the biggest grin on her face. <laughs> so do I, because I made that grin happen. <laughs> I can just see her yeah. when she grows up, and she's old enough, just like um, little Ellie Cat's girl. I can see her sneaking onto the show, and all of a sudden, the Sea Pony song comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll be we'll be talking about something, and all of a sudden, it'll be. She likes it when you do it too, apparently. <laughs> Where's your sea pony? Where's your sea pony? You can go find your sea pony. Here you go. So, are we ready to go ahead and start talking uh, ponies? Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's another sea pony. (laughs) Now you have two sea ponies. Try to chew on the purple one more than the pink one. The pink one is actually your godmother's. She might not want little baby teeth marks in it. (laughs) Well, I guess I might as well take out the Into the Sea link from my um, pony favorite. Well, I mean, we can always try taking a look to see if she brought it back. The rainbow and... My little pony. Yeah, actually, I just checked it, and yeah, 
archive.is slash capital U-N-G 7. It's there. Okay, so say that one more time. Archive.is slash U-N-G 7, where the U, the N, and the G are all capitalized. Saved from, it says saved from HTTP colon slash slash www.intothesea.com slash mylittlepony slash mlpmain.htm. Holy cow. The ID machine still works. The baby will stop. Stop. I need to see that. Play with your tea pony. She keeps hitting the back button. Yeah, unfortunately, it's only a screenshot. Ah. The ID machine does not work. No, it's just a screenshot of the main page. Um, well... Not entirely. Um, you can click on some of the links, but most of them take you to where the old page used to be. And it just yeah. says, if you would like to buy Well, shoot. I thought we almost had something here. <laughs> Thank you for walking on the laptop. You know what? You know what you could do? Do you have anyone who wants to get rid of their, like, say, their old netbook or something like that, like a small, cheap laptop? Because they've upgraded to a new one? Oh, yeah, I could try and find one. Yeah. Okay, baby doll. Before we start talking ponies, somebody needs a diaper change. Oh, dear. Yes, it is always a good idea to have a clean diaper before we before we get into ponies, because, you know, it could be just so exciting. Well, sadly, her changing mat is still hanging out to dry. So we're kind of taking our chances here just on the floor. Why don't you use a towel? Um... um because the towel wouldn't actually stop it from getting onto the floor. It would just mean less would get onto the floor, which is the same thing as it getting onto the floor. Okay. Effective. 
I tried. Playing with sea ponies. <laughs> so Pewter! I love you, kitty, but you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> I just threw your diaper away. That is not a cry worthy. <laughs> and despite the cat's failed attempt at assassinating me, I am fine. <laughs> See, that is the one thing, you know, I've noticed ever since my surgery. My dog has been on high alert whenever I'm up and out of bed because he, he has this tendency of, he has two beds in the house. He has one in the dining room and one in the kitchen. He has this tendency of just sprawling out on the carpet. Wherever, despite the fact that he has two fluffy beds. But I have found that since surgery, if he knows that I'm up and walking around, he will not fall asleep. And the moment he hears me coming, he is up and out of the way so fast it's not even funny. Oh. Oh. oh dear. I just get that mention Peter is out of the out of the fridge if you don't mind. Enjoying your 
Boy, this is a really big indication that I really need to go through all my bookmarks and uh, clear them out. Okay, that's generation two. Oh, my. Oh, my what? Okay, I'm going to mute myself for just a, a, a minute because I need to uh, blend some strawberries. Okay, good idea. Okay. But tonight we will, of course, be starting in 2006. This is kind of, again, another year of a few reissues. But it is the year of the big, huge Pony Castle revival. I mean, the size of the castles, you swear they were housing about 18 ponies in them. Huh? What about yeah. ponies? <laughs> I said the size of some of these castles, you'd swear they were housing 18 ponies in them. And that just reminds me of an episode of Flipping Vegas where they bought a house and 18 people were living in a three-bedroom house.
depends on whether or not you take my word or my husband's. <laughs> you know what would be really funny? If you, Fred, and Melody were in the pony department, and you start, you, you know, there was a pony that you really, really wanted to get, and you just stood there and said, please, and all of a sudden she just said, please. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when she gets to the be a toddler, we're going to be like, we want to do a toy department. We want to do a toy department. <laughs> I think it would just be ultra cute if that was her first word. (laughs) Especially standing in the middle of the pony department. (laughs) Because I think at that point, there would be no argument any longer.
cold tonight. And it was still winter, so I said, let's see what they consider cold. Coldupweather.com? It was 48 degrees, and it was nighttime. When it's 48 degrees at night, like in Oregon, that means it was a 70-degree day. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. woo Having a heat wave, a tropical <laughs> heat wave. <laughs> well, to us, 48 degrees at night, the window's open. <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to let that that warm night air get in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, if it had I, if it, the days where it was forty, it never stayed like that at night <laughs> during the winter here. But. Yeah, you you will see people with just regular plain hoodies on. You know, some people will be brave enough to wear shorts. But then you're looking at these people who are bundled up. I mean, scarves wrapped around their heads about 12 times, four or five hats on, three or four coats on. And it's like you're just looking at them kind of like, yeah, you from out of town. Or, yeah, you just moved here. Yep. We actually had a, like, a a college graduation sort of commercial here for a while, where it was, I think, for a bank talking about student loans or something, maybe a credit union or something, and... It shows these students, like, in the rain, graduating. And this one girl comes up in an umbrella. And, like, the the professor who's handing out the, uh, the certificates, diplomas, whatever they're called, um, gives her kind of the, the stink eye as she comes and collects it because he knows that, like, she's not, she's an out-of-state student. Okay. Because she has an umbrella. That's how you know. (laughs) Umbrellas. Go for it. Umbrellas are probably as useless in Chicago as they are in Portland, except for slightly different reasons. I'm told Chicago is the windy city. Yes. And so... Wind destroys umbrellas. You you just you don't want to have an umbrella up in the wind. In Oregon, we have wind, but not like you do in Chicago. But we have wind that causes horizontal rain. It doesn't destroy the umbrella, but it does make the umbrella essentially useless. Because the rain is not falling so much as aiming. <laughs> yep. Pretty much, but you know, still. And if, yeah, and if you try to adjust the umbrella to be like so that you know the rain is hitting the umbrella, all of a sudden the wind changes direction and it comes at you from the other side. 
Holy cow, that sounds just like when I was spray painting uh, paving stones. You know, I would I would be on the side where the wind was going at me from behind. I would start spraying, then all of a sudden the wind would shift. <laughs> and I was suddenly downwind. That was the summer I sneezed glitter on a regular basis. Hmm. Not because I was huffing the paint, but because the wind would shift directions, and suddenly I was downwind. But yes, in Chicago, you can tell who 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 is actually living here because if you look at most people when they go downtown. They don't carry a briefcase. They carry a backpack. I can guarantee you, within that backpack, there is an umbrella if it's not windy, a raincoat, a light jacket (laughs) that you can put underneath the raincoat just in case it's a little bit colder than just something for the light jacket. In Oregon, people carrying a backpack just means that they probably like to work. (laughs) At least in Portland. Ah. They're either students or they like to work. Chicago it's more or less because they're carrying every type of weather accessory they can possibly carry. <laughs> because yes, it could be nice and sunny when you go to work, but when you leave work, it will, it can all of a sudden be a deluge. Yeah, the last time I was in Seattle, um, um, last time I was in Seattle in the spring, it was sunny. Then it rained, then we had a thunderstorm, then it snowed, then the sun came back. In about, all in about 15 minutes. I have one even better. There was one time where it did all three of those, all within a three-block radius. (laughs) No, like, I mean, this was all... Like in like outside the convention center, we watched. It was great. It was like time lapse photography in real life. <laughs> well, see, mm-hmm. for us that day it was. Well, you don't like what the uh, weather is on Adams. Just go down to Halstead. <laughs> if you don't like the weather there, just go go to Wabash. Ah, it was, depending upon what weather you wanted, you need to go to that street. So, hey, it is uh, an hour and 19 minutes into the show. We should probably get to uh, the podium. Yeah, I know. I tried to do that before, but how did we get on the weather? (laughs) I'm not entirely sure anymore. I believe you asked me what it looked like outside. Okay. (laughs) 
did that one too. Yep. So I think we are on 2006. That's what I said. Did you? Yep. That must have been when I was blind. <laughs> oh, wow. We got some big stuff this time. Oh, yes. Including the biggest set of them all. The Crystal Rainbow Castle. Yes. This now that now you want to talk about castles. Have you ever seen the show um, the Vanilla Ice Project? No, never even oh. heard of it. Oh, it's a show on uh, DIY Network. Uh, the guy who's Vanilla but your Ice. But has a net. Hmm. There's a do-it-yourself network. Yeah. Is it owned by Bob Vila? No. Well, it should be. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, the guy who's Vanilla Ice, actually right now his biggest job is flipping houses in Palm Beach. And he doesn't flip small houses. He flips like these big, huge you know, you need to have multi-million dollars to own the house. You know, I would be interested in that if I weren't so cranky about living in an apartment. <laughs> well, actually, it's quite fun to watch because you just watch him do this stuff and it's like, no, he can't do that. He can't do that. No, the house going to fall down. And then it's like, holy crap, he could, can do it. <laughs> You know, the thing about, like, the reality, like, property shows are the fact that, like, you think you're watching people buy, you know, properties, like, property versions, right? That that yeah. show where the, they're supposed to be buying their first place. My husband actually heard from a friend whose cousin was on the show, was one of the participants. They had already bought their home. They weren't making a choice. But they they rented, like, these two other houses to pretend that they were listed, and then they pretended to consider them before settling on the house that they had already purchased. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, that, some of those shows I just don't like. I mean, this one I do because... They are actually renovating a house, same house throughout the entire season. So you get to see it from from where it started, which is a dilapidated piece of crap. To holy crap, it's the Crystal Rainbow Castle. <laughs> All right, so getting back to the Crystal Rainbow Castle... The reason why I brought it up is it looks like a house that he did because it is you, so Okay, like, you're going to have to say that again. You're going to have to say that again because you just hit a button. Okay. I said I, the reason why I mentioned the show was 
this house looks like a house he would have did because it's big, it's massive, it's just holy castle. It looks like it might be bigger than Dream Castle. Am I correct in this? It might be once you've opened it all the way up. It might take up. Oh, yeah, just about opened up all the way. Is it wider than Dream Castle? It is way wider than Dream Castle. <laughs> takes up a big prime real estate. So, in other words, if you can't fit Paradise Estate in your house, don't bother trying for the Crystal Rainbow Castle either? Well, not necessarily. Okay. This picture that is on um, Ponytopia is completely opened up with all the accessory Mm -hmm. pieces to it. You need to actually go to mlpland.com to see the basic steps. Okay, MLP land. Um, let's see. Crystal Rainbow. Rainbow Castle. All right. Okay, so this is the main event. Okay, because there were accessory sets that were created to just go with this playset. Okay. Um, Have we described any of them yet, or will we be describing them later? We will be describing them later. Gotcha. We will try to get them into this show because these are pieces that actually do go with this playset. Bear with me as I get Summer Hazy's book. Now, this looks like it has a key. Is there a key to this castle? Actually, what it is is the rainbow castle could be magically opened using a magic wand. Initially, this playset was sold without any ponies, but during the holiday season, three ponies were included in a bonus special package available only at Walmart stores. These, were, these ponies were never named, but they were named in an email from a Hasbro representative. So, basically, looking at the first page, you have the, the whole castle opened up. If you go to page two... Okay, say that one more time. Go to page two. Go to image number two. The 
Okay, yeah, the one with the crystal castle all folded up? Yep. As long as you kept it all folded up, <laughs> you can have the Rainbow Palace. <laughs> gotcha. So it looks like maybe when it's folded up that it's the same size as yeah. the Dreamcast. Pretty much. As far as width. No. All folded up, it looks like, you know, just a one-level palace. Doesn't look like much of anything. But you raise the wand over the castle doors, and the front doors open as the castle magically grows in three stories high. It's definitely one of those sets where... That um, you look at it and it's it it just breathes imagination. Okay, you get to basically play Tinkerbell, like at the beginning of Disney movies, where she flies over and she you know taps her magic wand and all of a sudden the Disney castle appears. Okay. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So you just wave, you just put on your Tinkerbell wings, wave your magic wand, and then all of a sudden, you know, the castle just starts to grow. <laughs> of course, I wonder how many little girls bonk their 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 brothers in the head with this thing, hoping that they'll shrink. But yeah, this castle does look pretty neat once it's opened up. It's got a spiral staircase leading up to the second level. It looks like the top raises up to create a third level. Um, it just it looks like it just expands and expands. And that bookshelf sticker is that a sticker or an actual bookshelf? There may be a bookshelf inlaid into the wall, and if there is, it looks really cool. It looks very G1-ish. Yeah, it looks like it is. Yeah, because I'm looking at two different pictures, and it doesn't have the same little decorations sitting on one picture that it does in another, so that must be an actual shelf laid into a wall that you can set, like, vases and cups and stuff on. And it seems to, yeah, it has so many neat little accessories. It's got a carriage, a dining room set, a bedroom set. It looks like a little tea shop on the top, you know. Well, let's just go with the items that are actually with this set, okay? Because the only thing this set comes with is a table with an umbrella, the vanity, a punch bowl, a ladle, two glasses, three canisters with removable lids, three perfume bottles, 
two dishes of ice cream, two spoons, a china cabinet, and a magic wand. Okay. That's why I I had said to go to the MLP land for the actual picture of playset because this is what's on um what's on Photopia is just the image that um Castro had passed on to one of their catalogs. Because the carriage is separate, the dining set is separate, the tea set is separate, and the bed is separate. But those all go with this set. So that's actually a good image of what the actual set looks like with all with all the accessories in it. And then the ponies that came with it, when it was the Walmart exclusive, is Pretty Palace, who is yellow, with dark golden hair, and a hat as her cutie mark, crowning glory, who's white. Her hair is dark pink and white, striped. And a crown on top of a pillow is her cutie mark. And Royal Beauty, who is purple, blonde hair, and a big old frog on her butt. That is crazy. So, yeah, this looked like it would have been, like, the set to get. Yes. Because these three potents, you cannot find. So... What on earth is that? Sorry, that was my my computer telling me that uh, Yahoo just sent me uh, an instant message. Mm. The baby telling herself how much she loves her own reflection. <laughs> yep. Baby feels so. a lot of love for herself. All right. So it looks like. The next set we should probably talk about is the Crystal Rainbow Bedroom. Yep. Which, again,
again, this is an accessory set that does go with the actual castle. And it even says that on the package. It says meant to enhance the crystal rainbow castle. Yep. So it didn't 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 help that you know this castle actually cost forty dollars. And, you know, that was just the basic castle, a couple of accessories, three ponies, and a magic wand. (laughs) That is what you got for 40 bucks. Assuming you went to Walmart. Yeah. Because that was the day after Thanksgiving. If if you didn't go to Walmart, you didn't get the ponies. Yep. Yeah, that was the day after Thanksgiving special. That it was forty dollars. It was normally fifty. So, um, the crystal rainbow bedroom comes with a purple pull-out drawer underneath the bed, and it has. It almost looks like a mobile, but it's not. It's a thing that holds, like, drapes to go over the bed. And it's got, like, a pinky silk sort of, I don't know if that's a sheet or a blanket or a mattress, but it's got something silky in there. It also comes with a sleep mask so that your ponies can get their royal beauty sleep. It comes with a crown that also looks like it might be a ring. It comes with a pair of slippers. They're white. And then also a little dresser. Yep. And just to let you know that the bed does come with a blanket. That thing, that silky thing is a blanket. Okay. I have the bed. Sorry. I missed part of that. You said it really fast. It is a blanket, that silky thing. It is a oh, it is a blanket. Yep. Also comes with a pillow. Um, I actually have the bed. Okay. It's unfortunately missing the drawer. It's missing the blanket. It's missing the pillow. All I have is the bed. How <laughs> sad. That is, that is sad, but you know, I think I won that. In a, again, this was back when I was buying lots of ponies and not going, ooh, I just want that one. And so that was the crystal rainbow bedroom. Yep. And then the other big accessory set meant to enhance the crystal rainbow castle was the crystal rainbow dining room. I have the entire set mint in package. <laughs> well, then I will let you describe it because I am forced to try and describe it through a photograph, which is significantly <laughs> harder. <laughs> it is actually a cute little set. Um, it is a really big, huge pink table. And, yes, that is a little bit of, like, 
supposed to be like the um the fabric on a um what's that thing called tablecloth. It's supposed to resemble kind of like a tablecloth. It's the same netting that's on the bed. You have four placemats that do contain your plate, your napkins, and your silverware right on it, so you don't have to have those as mini miniature accessories. Those do come off of the table, so you can, you know, position them wherever you want them. You have the cake sets, which are a one is pink cupcakes. The other is a slices of cake that are chocolate and strawberry. And you have a bowl of fruit, which is bananas, grapes, and apples being the actual center of the tea cart, kind of like, you know, the doily. And you do have your teacups, you have four of them, and your four saucers, which are purple, and your teapot, which is purple. And what you, it also has on the actual set, there is a heart hoof, hoof heart, and you press the hoof heart, and you see the, the center part where it has those cakes? <laughs> you press on that, and they'll either disappear or they will appear. Yeah, this looks like an amazing set. I love the teapot and the teacups. Now, in the picture, it looks like they're kind of a metallic purple plastic. Is that true or is that just a photograph? That's just a photograph. And oh, and the one thing that the, um, the website is not describing is the other three cakes because the cake stuff that it described, the cupcakes, the fruit, and the chocolate cake and the strawberries, those are attached to the table. So those are the ones that, you know, will disappear and reappear. Also have a white cake with chocolate decoration and a pink middle on a pink plate. You have... I can't tell what the one thing is with the pink top. But then you also have a bunt cake with cherries on it. Oh, yummy. So. so it's really a cute it's really a cute set. Um it's a cute set even if you don't have the castle. Like I do not have this castle at all. Okay. This is also one of those castles where if you actually found it, he is extremely lucky. So. But yeah, it's 
set even if you toss it with, you know, say, you know, the tea house set. You know, this way, you know, you have a bigger table. Or you stick it with the other castle. Yeah. Well, I imagine that this would look really nice in the celebration castle, too, if you wanted. Yep. And you could probably commandeer it for the G1 Dream Castle. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could just see Majesty, like, charging into that castle with Spike going, I want that table set. <laughs> oh, I am visualizing war reenactments now. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> They can take our our names, but they can never take our cutie mark. <laughs> so, but yeah, I could totally see you know see her like charging in. Going, I want that dining room set, and I want that bedroom set. You best sort of have it up in my up in my crib, like, yesterday. (laughs) I am looking at this site, and it looks like that same year, in the UK, there was a, what they're calling the Rainbow Princess Castle, which looks like a rehash of the Celebration Castle for the UK. It and is. came with Rarity the Unicorn. It is a rehash. And I guess that particular rarity that came with that was not a super long hair. It just had regular length hair. Yep. And it was a, re- a complete rehash. The only thing is, some of the parts were different. Co- were different in color, but not much. Gotcha. So, like okay. that year in the U.S., people got the Crystal Rainbow Castle, and in the U.K., got the Celebration Castle in different colors. Let me see. We have on eBay right now, with an ending in four hours, we have the Crystal Rainbow Castle Mint in Box. How much? Hold on. I'm trying to see. The same bonus ponies. Nope, it isn't anything other than the Minton package. It's starting bid $225. With a buy it now of only 300 Well, 
I'm sure it's a lovely castle, but I think I'll pass. You have also for just one hundred dollars. You have the My Little Pony Crystal Crystal Castle Rainbow Castle with accessories and some extras. They are selling also with it several of the Ponyville items, which one is the Pinkie Pie's, you know, roller skate rink. You have the, what is that thing called? Um, it looks like a... Um, the Hot Cocoa Cafe. You have Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, Twilight or Twinkle. Star Songs um, Tour Bus. You have some G2 ponies, some G3 ponies, some Pony Bills, a happy couple of Happy Meal toys. Now, and some random I accessories. I want to ask your opinion on something that I heard in a My Little Pony group recently. Okay. Facebook. Someone was asking for a price check on different different ponies, and included some G3s. And a lot of people were saying that. There is no valuable G3 pony, really. Not like that compares to, like, G1 ponies, like Knocklick and Tucks and Tails and um, Mimic, you know, that there aren't really any Grail G3s. That the, that the, if you're paying, you know, $20, $30 for a G3, you're, you're basically getting ripped off. Would would you agree with that assessment, or would you say that that's a little unfair that the G3s are basically being discredited as uh, unimportant? I think they are, because you have several ponies that, you know, because most of, a lot of the price increases comes from how hard it is to get a pony and how few of them there are. Okay. Let's take Mimic, for example. Mimic, she's valued higher because there's so few of them out there. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, uh, most of the ponies from the second wave of Twinkle Eye ponies seem to be valued higher, and Mimic was seems to be a grail, not just because the second wave seemed to be in lower production, but also I think in part because there was a whole episode with the, the Golden Horseshoe that revolved around her. Right. 
So, um, hold on, I'm looking through. Let's take. But I mean, didn't the G3s have Bay Breeze, which was the first fair pony? You have Bay Breeze. Symbol, and you had to sign a contract yep. saying that you would resell her. Hold on, let me. I'm pulling. Bear with me one quick second. I'm currently flipping backwards through the book, so you have to bear with me. Why, why am I doing this? Why don't I just go to the thing that's <laughs> Babery's on page 90? There we go. <laughs> I'm stupidly going through this book, and it's like, wait a minute, why don't I just go to the index and find her name? Okay, that is completely wrong because you have Babery's. Okay, Hasbro donated 300 Babery's. Okay, recipients were required to sign a contract that said they would not sell her for monetary gain on any online site. Okay. You're going to tell me if Bay Breeze came up and someone was trying to sell it for $25, there would not be a bidding war. Just to me, I can feel legit. Bidding war starting over Bay Breeze. If she was found on like eBay or something, because I have looked and I have never seen her on an online. You know, when you when you type in Bay Breeze and you Google and it goes to shopping, she's yeah. not there. So clearly, people have stuck to that contract. So if you're going to find one. If you didn't already get one from the fair and you're going to find one, it's going to be at a pony meet or someone didn't know what they had and put it for, like, you know, a couple bucks at a garage sale. Yep. Okay. You have those. You have uh, the Pony Project ponies. Okay. And those ponies, oh, and you got to figure, those ponies were only available at the art exhibit. Yeah. Okay. Those are going to be ponies that, you know, if they come up, they're going to go up in big dollar amounts because people are going to want them. Okay, let's see what else. I know there was one other one. I was just looking at it. Um, Frisco and Trolley, okay, the My Little Ponies, their ponies from 2006, okay? These only had 150 each and came with a numbered card. Okay? Yeah. You have well, and then I would think that also ponies like Rosie Posey. Yeah, that was another one I was trying to remember what her name was. Rosie Posey. Hold on. Rosie Posey. Rosie Posey. Rosie Posey. 
page 94. Rosie Posey was given out exclusively to attendees of the 2005 Has Your Children Possible Charity Ball. Yeah. Okay. And, like, it's City Marquez Chalfins, and it says Caring for Kids, and I would think that something like that, even though it's a G3 pony, would be right up there with Mimic and Tucks and Tails and Satin and Lace and all of them. Because I feel like those are maybe even harder to get than the mail order pony. Yep. Because you Google Rosie Posey on eBay. Mm-hmm. There is no pony on there. Okay. You Google Pony Project. And you got you have one on here for nineteen ninety-five. You have another for nineteen ninety-nine. You have another for thirty-six ninety-nine. Those are the white ones. Some of the white ones. Then you get into the black ones. You have 300, 160, 99 for another white one. Okay. And these are mint in package. Okay. Yes. Yeah, whoever said that, I hope someone chewed them out. Did someone chew them out? No one really chewed them out. There were some people that were like, well, yeah, but what about this one? Yeah, but what about this one? And they were going, no, no, these ponies, you know, they're G3s. And I just, I wanted to get your opinion on it because I thought, I mean, like, I'm looking at the Junko Mizuno pony, um, Mint in the Box, on eBay, and she's 300 or $200. Yep. And I really feel like there were some really good ponies. And there were clearly some rare G3 ponies. And to discredit all G3 ponies simply because it eventually got to the point where, like, you had the course of them and they were all as common as dirt doesn't mean that they started out that way. Exactly. Yeah, Jinko Mizuno, you have one for 60, one for 50, another for 200. The $200 one may be a little excessive. 
just because I, I, we've lost our live audience, but we ought to get it in there. This is Game on All, and you have listened to Bobby Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. line because while I've had my complaints about certain aspects for a long time you know they were cranking out different ponies you know you had ponies like shenanigans that was really cool you had really rare ponies like Bay Breeze and Rosie Posey and that rather than just dismissing someone's price check for a G3 as, well, no, it's a G3. It's not worth more than five bucks. You know, maybe consider actually, you know, how rare was this pony? And how how many people really did like this pony versus, you know, its availability? Because I do think that yeah. there were some truly remarkable gems of ponies in the G3 line. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there were some legitimate stuff ponies. Oh, my gosh, baby, don't stand on the keyboard like that. Go talk to Twilight Sparkle. Uh, There were some really wonderful ponies out there that made you just look at them and go, wow. And they weren't customs, you know, they were stock ponies. Yeah. But they looked like they should have been a custom. There was that oh. level of artistry and thought put into them. Oh, yeah. I mean, take the original, um, take the fair pony. Up until Derpy. Okay. The fair pony was something, or even the fair, you have the fair ponies, you have the Comic-Con ponies, okay? These were ponies that you looked forward to seeing because it was like, oh, my God, it's a new one. And it's going to be something that you are not going to find outside of this realm. Okay? Well, and, and it was something that was low production, and high artistry. Yep. And that was something special. And unfortunately, Derpy and the kind of fan, fandom base that Hasbro acknowledges right now kind of sent that in a different direction, where now you're getting Vinyl Scratch and Derpy and Doctor Who's... Um, as fair ponies, as opposed to getting a unique pony. Yeah. Uh, 
But I really feel like the G3s did have some, some really bright points, and I just wanted to know your your thoughts on that attitude of, well, they're G3s. You don't want to be paying a lot for G3s. Well, not because for the, not for you know some of them. Okay, uh, let's well, yeah, see. But like, like I, I wouldn't pay more than like you know a dollar for any Pinkie Pie in the G3 line. Maybe three dollars if it was a really special Pinkie Pie. Right. But like, take for example the. 25th birthday surprise minty with the 3D symbols. Yep. That is a pony everybody wants. And right now it's on eBay mint in package for $134.93. Yep. And to me that price makes sense because minty was super popular, but she was not prolific. Right. You know, there was, and most of the Minties you're going to find are of her in the donkey pose. Her in, you know, a diva pose, her in a kimono pose or whatever is much harder to find, a much prettier pose. You know, so the limited G3 25th birthday surprise celebration of Minty, I think, you know, if someone was willing to do the buy it now for one thirty four ninety three for this, they would not be wasting their money. Because this is like the pony that everybody loves. She's got the right name. She's got a, a name that comes from the original six ponies. And she's gorgeous. She's got a really pretty green. She's got pink hair. She's got pretty mints. You know, she's a very... She's a very well-designed pony. Yeah. You know, Minty is almost more the poster child for My Little Pony than Cotton Candy was originally. I mean, because I really feel like Minty transcends the generations. She's the pony. I would bet you more often than not, if someone is thinking of a pony from any generation, odds are it's Minty. Yeah. Whether it be the Coles Minty from the G1 line or, you know, any of the, the G3 Minties or even the G4 version of G3 Minty. And so I would venture to say that even among the non-fair ponies, there are ponies that are grails in the G3 line. I definitely agree there because those are the ponies that, you know, unless you were there or unless, um, let's take the first, The very first, um, 
What was it? It was in 2009. I know it was in 2009. Um, the 2009, um, what was it called? The, um, I know what I'm thinking of. Um, the Comic-Con pony. The 2009 Comic-Con pony. Okay. Yeah. That was the first Comic-Con pony they had ever said, okay, you know what? We're going to put her up on the website. Nice. Okay. And if you didn't order her within the first three hours of that pony going up, or you didn't have someone order two of them, so that you could get one, you were out of luck. They just went. And to like give an idea of how valuable some of these ponies can be, I'm looking at a dark horse, one of a kind dark horse custom. It's on eBay right now for eighty five ninety nine. And that minty that I was describing costs more than this Dark Horse Custom. And you know how awesome Dark Horse Customs are. Oh, yeah. Dark Horse Customs are practically grails themselves. Yep. And that minty is up for sale for more. And I don't think that that's a mistake. Because even though I would kill some of the Star Horse custom that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Just tell me who. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like that Minton package Minty with the 3D shooting mark is amazing. And, and to find an amazing... I'm sorry. Hold on, baby doll. It's okay. You're okay. I'm still here. Jeez, you don't get a washcloth to wipe off a baby's face. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's unkind to say that G3s can't be grails. And I also, I've also heard people say that Nirvana ponies only apply to G1 ponies. That G3 ponies, no matter what country they're from, don't count. Right. And I kind of think that's unfair, too, because, a, you know, a Germany-exclusive G3 or an Italian G3 is still, you know, is still something that's not, you know, an American pony. Exactly. But there are people that, that are quite insistent that you can't call a pony that is 
not a G1, a nirvana, regardless of the country that it comes from. So what are your feelings on that? That one I do think is true because even though, I mean, because you have to figure nirvanas were made in factories other than the actual Hasbro official factory. These weren't just exclusive to the United Kingdom. They weren't just exclusive to, you know, Japan. They were literally made and created in that country. Uh, The Colombian ponies, they were Colombia. And so were no G3s actually made in, in like, Colombia or Mexico or Germany? There were a few. You have the one set of Mexican ponies that I believe were actually made in Mexico. Quote me on that. I could be utterly wrong. It looks, I mean, it looks like there was um, ponies called baby zillas that were from Brazil that were G3s. Were they made in Brazil? Let's see. It doesn't really say. It just says G3 exclusive ponies, Brazil, pink baby zilla, purple baby zilla, yellow baby zilla, and green baby zilla. They appear to be like Cheerily, Star Song, probably um, it looks like, I don't know, it almost looks like this orange one has Rainbow Dash's symbol. Does it all have a rainbow symbol? Hold on. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, it doesn't really your, say. Oh. It looks like the Mexico ones were made in China but imported directly to Mexico and South America. Yeah. So, see, again, yeah, they were exclusive to Mexico, but they were still made in the in the factory in China. Ah, so that's the big, that's the big separator then. Yeah, because as I said, you know, the Colombian ponies, those were made in Colombia. The the Brazilian ponies, they were made in Brazil. Why they're considered Nirvanas, because if you get one of these, you're getting something that is completely and totally ex- 
exclusive to its to its country. Right down to it was made right there. The UK exclusives aren't considered Nirvanas. Gotcha. So basically, so that's why we can say that there are there are um, pony G three ponies. There are definitely somebody's Grail, but never Nirvana. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, and it just comes down to the country of origin. If it was created in a completely different country other than China. Because we know, actually, China and Hong Kong. Hong Kong is in China, isn't it? Never mind. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. If it was made in Hong Kong, there is no way it can be a Nirvana. Because it is made in, even if, let's say, it was exclusive to China. Okay. The China yes. people, the Chinese, the Chinese people in China were the only ones that this pony. Unfortunately, it's still created, still manufactured at the main plant for Hasbro, only time they would not consider it a Nirvana in that case. Because it's coming off the same line. Well, so everybody who downloads this show is totally going to get and an education on the difference between Grail versus Nirvana. Yes. A Grail is something that you want in your collection. Punzel. Okay. Collector A could give a rat patootie about getting her in her in her collection. Okay. Simply because maybe, you know, there's no way she's spending a thousand dollars on a pony. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to have to take out, you know, extra insurance on the house just for the pony. <laughs> or as collector B. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is her utmost goal. So that is her grail pony. So, I mean, and also to say that, you know, all G3 ponies should be priced at $5. What about, um, what was the name of the very first uh, Pegasus pony? The very first Pegasus pony... The very, very first Pegasus ponies were um, Firefly and Medley. No, for G3s. Oh, I'm for talking G3s. 
<laughs> We're talking deep breeze oh. here, huh? <laughs> but you just said, what the heck, this pony? Okay, um... The first Pegasus ponies. I'm aha. Here it is. It's Skycatcher, Starcatcher, Starcatcher. In her original form, is the most uniquest. Is one of the most unique. Okay, because she was the one that came with the fabric, the blue fabric wings. Yes. Because in the movie, her wings were blue. Okay. She was gorgeous, and I have I have one of her. I have several of her because I sold her off a few times. <laughs> anytime I put her up, anytime I put her up for sale, it she she has never gone for less than ten dollars. Okay. Yeah, well, she and was really fun to turn the rainbow of white. I'll say that much. <laughs> so, I still get the best, the most comments and best responses on the rainbow of white pony I did for the uh, cartoon swap back in like 2010. Cool. And nobody expected that one. No. But I had I had a really great um partner and she said that she she put it last. She said I don't I didn't want to ask for this first because it's already in my little pony swap. But what I'd really like, what my favorite cartoon was as a kid was my little pony and what I'd really like is a rainbow of light pony. And I have like five star catchers with the fabric wings. And so I took one and customized it. Cool. My cousin Ryan still uses that as his example when he's like, "Yeah, so my cousin sold my my cousin sells custom ponies," and they're like, "What?" He pulls up the rainbow of light, and they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, she is a gorgeous pony. I can imagine. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, w- I would love to see what they have to say if someone were to go on there and, you know, try to do a uh, price check for a G2. Yeah, I would love to he- hear them say, well, it's just a G2. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, 
Hopefully people who are Nirvana collectors do listen to the show. And, you know, email, you know, send us a message. You know, am I right about the Nirvana thing? Is it it the whole thing of Pony that was created in that country, built in that country, produced in that country? Is that why it is considered Nirvana and nothing else can be considered Nirvana? Okay, you can find me on the boards at Pandora Rose 3. Lucy, you want some pony mail? Yeah, I'm Nikki Sukinoko on the trading post and the arena for as often as I get on. Um, <laughs> I really do need to be better at getting on those. It's just, you know, uh, so with the baby. Yeah, you I don't the baby. really have much to talk about. I'm not making customs as often because I don't have that kind of time. It makes me sad, too. Me, on the other hand, you know, have no excuse. Yeah. It just, uh... Mm, yeah, you found more PETA, huh? I'm going to go throw this away. You stand here and don't hurt yourself, okay? Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, very good. You didn't even cry. Very good. <laughs> but yeah, actually, I would love to maybe one day have a show with, uh, you know, one of the Nirvana moderators or a Nirvana expert. Pick their brains over Nirvana's and what it means and how to price them and what to look for. Yeah, that would be definitely a fun interview. I think it would. And hey, we've been in Ponies After Dark for half an hour now. We haven't really done that in quite a while. I know it has been a while, hasn't it? It has. And all our all our best discussion has been in Ponies After Dark. So we're <laughs> going to have to let people know that to get the best stuff, you need to download the show. Yep. And that's what we always say when we're live. I always, especially in the chat room, I always tell them, download Ponies After Dark. Because, yeah, we've had some really some really good informative discussion on, uh, you know, grails and 
Nirvanas and ponies of value. And, and it seems it takes us longer and longer anymore to get to those. <laughs> so that's sort of discussion. But we eventually always do get there. One day we're yeah. going to be talking about nonsense for an hour and 45 minutes, and then we'll be like, well, we have 15 minutes left of the show. <laughs> now let's start talking about the really cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, you smiling at the phone. Hey, you smiling at your phone? <laughs> yeah. Mwah. Yeah. You tell everybody all about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you like ponies? <laughs> You gonna go look for your ponies? Oh, uh, she she went and picked up Sea Winkle. Oh, yeah, you love your sea ponies. Oh, yeah. It is so funny when I was pregnant. Everybody's like, "You're gonna have to give her all your ponies," and I'm like, "I shall never share my ponies." No, here mm-hmm. she is, chewing on Sea Winkle's tail. <laughs> She's got my yellow bush woolly in her toy box. <laughs> now you will have to start doing the lot shopping and, you know, finding her, her own set of ponies to play with. Yeah. Well it's it makes me really happy to see her enjoying these though, you know? <laughs> Can you play the sea pony sound? I sure can. She loves it, and she's got both of her, both of the sea ponies now. Sea <laughs> Winkle and Wave Dancer. Ooh. Sadly, neither of them has a shell anymore. See, there, there that's another thing. Trying to get the shells for the grown-up sea ponies is insane. I want one. Yeah, it's, it, it, I, I tried looking, and it seems like it costs more for the shells than it does for the ponies. I think mostly it's because the shells sometimes don't last childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have one of the shells. I don't know whose shell it is. Unfortunately, the what color, what color is I think it's pink. Uh, That goes with the blue one. Oh, good to know. 
Because Wave Dancer had a purple shell, and Seawinkle had like a mint green shell. Well, actually, I really don't remember what color it is. I need to look at it to see it. But I know I have one. Mm-hmm. One of those things that, like, you you can try all your life to get one, but you will only get one. <laughs> all right. Well, I should let you go. Sounds good. We only have, like... 25 minutes left to Sony's After Dark anyway, and I should probably go and make some actual food. <laughs> Not that pita bread and hummus isn't delicious. I'm going to have garbanzo being burped the rest of the night. Uh, and my well, poor husband, he has to sleep with me tonight. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> He's going to periodically have to turn to me and say, was that you or the baby? <laughs> Blame it on the baby. <laughs> yeah. Married life and all its, you know, all its shiny glamour. <laughs> yeah, you got to love it. Till next week. Until next. Phony night night. Phony night night. Is that it? Are we alone? Huh. Well, hope you enjoyed this one. And please, if you are a Nirvana collector, please email us. Tell us whether or not we're right, wrong, or completely out in left field. Until next time, happy pony hunting, especially at McDonald's. Good night.